You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Hello, one of us listeners. My name is Nick. You may recognize my voice from one of us shows such as The Screener Squad, The Final Watch series, and occasionally The Breakfast Pub. Recently, I ventured into the world of audiobooks and created my own production company, Mercs with Mics, which so far has been quite successful. The bad news is that's a little too successful for me to actually keep up with the workload on. So I'm looking for some freelance audio editors to help me out with some basic editing. Things like editing out flub takes, loud breathing between dialogue, and the elimination of clicks and pops and other artifacts that might end up on the audio. Payment would start at the rate of $70 per full hour of edited audio. I'm also looking for narrators, with a decent home recording setup, and at least some previous experience in acting. If you are interested in either of these positions, please contact me at mercswithmikes at gmail.com. Thank you for your time, and a special thanks to all the listeners who support oneofus.net and keep this wonderful site going. You make me proud to be one of us. Oneofus.net and all the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. From the depths of pop culture rises a beast of unimaginable obsession to wreak havoc on the podcast of man. This is the Giganticast. Hey everybody, it's your boy Matt. I'm just recording a quick intro here in the Giganticast Studios. No, it's not. It's my hotel room in Tokyo. And I just wanted to do a quick little recording on my phone to kind of give you guys a little heads up about the episode. Uh, Toshi and I recorded this totally on the fly in a restaurant in Tokyo as well. Uh, and I was wanted to interview my buddy uh, Sojiro-san, uh, Sojiro Uchino. He was a child actor in the 60s, is a producer now. Uh, his big thing is that he was in Ultra Q, as well as a few other things that we're going to discuss. So that's, that's pretty cool, right? Just pretty neat. Sojiro speaks pretty good English, but uh, uh, Toshi was, of course, there to help uh, with a few extra translation stuff if necessary. And on top of that, our uh, buddy Taichiro shows up. And Taichiro does some pretty interesting stuff too. Taichiro Kubota. So, uh, yeah. And unfortunately, at a certain point, the episode cuts out. You'll stick around if you want to uh, listen to why that happens. Because we have, uh, you know, I, I record an extra little outro about uh, why that happened. But uh, don't worry. It's 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 all pretty, it's still pretty entertaining. Uh, yeah, so thank you for, so much. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes if you'd like. Uh, and as well, uh, also subscribe to a lot of the uh, wonderful podcasts here on the One of Us Network. Thank you so much, and enjoy the episode. Well, sorry for the ambient noise and recording quality, everyone. I'm just in Japan, <laughs> as, as is my want these days. Um, but yeah, we're doing a quick, a quick interview. Uh, 
it's me, Matt, by the way, in case you hadn't picked up on that by listening to 10, 15 episodes or however many, I don't know how many episodes I've done, you people keep track of it. Um, but I'm here uh, actually with my buddy Sojiro Uchino-san. Hello, yeah. Soji. How are you? <laughs> and uh, I also over here as part of the peanut gallery is uh, Toshi. Everybody knows Toshi. Hello. Toshi's actually helping out with a little bit of extra translation, and uh, he also brought the recording equipment, because I couldn't be bothered. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, okay, so um, we're going to do just a quick, it's, this is going to be a short episode, uh, and uh, I just, we're, we're literally here in an Okonomiyaki bar, so you'll probably hear a lot of ambient noise, as I said, uh, but unfortunately you can't smell anything, but boy, it smells good in here. A lot of sizzling meat and, and, and vegetables, and oh boy, it's really good stuff. Yeah. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, yeah. I got my grape sour. What is in this, anyway? Um, sourfish. Uh, shochu and um, a type of grape. Okay. Well, it's a, uh, the grape is probably, like... There it is. Coco-nice. <laughs> nice, nice. There we go. Excellent, perfect. So, um, so yeah. Uh, uh, so, I wanted to interview uh, Uchino-san, um, although you sometimes prefer Sojiro-san as well. I mean, I guess it doesn't really... Yeah. Um, and uh, because... Uh, now, you and I have known each other for a couple of years. Uh, we've, we've known each other since... Oh, there he is. Hi. Hi. Nice to get you. See you again. Again and again. Again and again. That's right. Again and again. Again, yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead and sit there. We were just um, we were just recording something briefly. We can cut all this out. Okay, now for your question, we met nineteen uh, twenty uh, no two thousand fifteen, right? Yes, three years ago. Actually, three years ago. Was it only four years? Three years ago. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, in Chicago. Yes, at um, G Fest. G Fest, right? Yes, right. that was the first time I met you because our friend, uh, our friend um, uh, Sagai-san, yeah. Sagai Hiroshi-san, uh, uh, introduced the two of us. Yeah. Um, uh, because you were both at the Artist Alley mm. in G Fest, mm. right? And um, what? Uh, and now I'm trying to remember. You guys were there promoting Gotochi Kaiju. Yeah, I, as a producer of this Gotochi Kaiju, or hometown Kaiju, uh, Sagai-san and I worked together, and we had a chance. Uh, actually, JD kindly gave me a chance to promote uh, Gotochi Kaiju project at the site. And then um, I visited uh, with Sagai-san and... Uh, uh, Sakurai-san, mm. the heroine of Ultraman. Yes. And uh, B-san, Kuruya B-san. Uh, Ultraman himself. Uh, real Ultraman. Yeah. And finally, Akira Takarada, Ooh. Godzilla, Mr. Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. So we're together, and we had a good time together. At that time, we met you, Matsa, <laughs> at the Artist Alley. Yeah, that that is all. That's all accurate. That lays it all out. Um, that's the start. It was the start. It was very a very nice meeting. It was very warm. It was very uh, everyone was very very nice and positive. Yeah, that's because uh, you are so nice. Ah, yeah, yeah, I hear that. But um, yeah, um, and so can you explain uh, to our listeners what Gotochi Kaiju is? And for those of you uh, who are listening, Gotochi Kaiju means hometown monsters. Yes. 
Yes. Yes. Or in the show, like a local kaiju. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, the monster and the kaiju are slightly different, I think. Yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah, the kaiju is a Japanese-oriented word, right? Yes. And then this is born from tokusatsu. Mm-hmm. Nama, nama. So yeah, special effects. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I remember being told, specifically by Toshi over here, that one of the things that people say, is um, all kaiju are monsters, but not all monsters are kaiju. That's right. Yes. Right. So, can you tell us about the um, genesis of the project? Like, what exactly it is? Yes, about five years ago, at Japanese uh, character event called the Wanda Festival, mm. Sagae and I had a lunch together, mm. and Sagae suddenly told me, Uchido-san. Mm. In Japan now, we don't have a, we do not have a new kaiju, mm-hmm. and we have a Godzilla, and we have a, a ultra kaiju, but it's continuous, you know, like a developed kaiju. Yes. But new one itself, are not yet. Mm. So, and then he said, I want to make the original kaiju mm. by myself, mm. and then concept want to be. Yes, set by myself. <laughs> so it was so hot day at the time. And he asked me, Ushino-san, shall we do that? Mm. He asked me that. I said, uh, uh, without thinking anything, I said, okay, so let's do <laughs> That was the start of the Gotochi Kaiju project. Wow. And then I asked the Sagai-san, well, in fact, what is the concept of this Gotochi Kaiju? Mm. So he said that. Now, Ushino-san, um, we have uh, 47 uh, prefectures throughout Japan, mm-hmm. so one kaiju for one prefecture. So it's going to be 47 different kaiju. Mm. So each character has its own character for the each prefecture. Yeah. That's going to be fun, isn't it? It's a hilarious idea. Yeah, I said, that's excellent. Yeah. That's a totally new. So, oh, we're going to come by real quick. Come by. <laughs> come by. Come by. Excuse us. Kubota Taichino-san, thank you for coming. Ah, yes, yes. yes. I have a thing. I have my new name card. Your new name? Yes. Oh, yes. very nice. Yeah. Yes. Wow. That's this awesome. is a uh, kaiju. Uh, uh, 
I think so, because I was also in uh, uh, Busca. You were in Busca? Yeah. What? So that uh, I think it would be the move. Next is Busca, and then goes to uh, Uterman. So oh, so you were an Ultraman too? Yes. Okay. The Ultraman is Gisoji Akio. He directed uh, one story called uh, uh, The Gavadon episode. Well, I'm going to have to bring in my Ultraman <laughs> DVD right now so you can sign that for me. I'll have to see if I can't find you before before I leave. Um, but yeah, wow, that's so... And you were also in this guy. Um, yeah, and uh, that's so that's so interesting. Were you, did you just work in Subaraya um, television shows, or did you work in other for other companies? Yeah, I did. I, I was a member of a child acting uh, association, something like that. Really? And then they gave me a job. Mm -hmm. So if you are interested in this ultra this time, do you want it? I said yes. <laughs> and then says, do you have something? Of course. Of course. Not to worry, but this one, no. Or something like that. And then I just happened to get this job when I was a child. Understand. And then, then the first deal with the Tsuburaya Pro was, uh, I believe, Ultra Q. And then right after Ultra Q, it's a Kaiju Busca. And these two programs are in black and white. Yes. And then Busca was in black and white. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's black and white. It's black and white. TV. Yeah. And then right after that, 1965. And then I was Uterman, started, and then just maybe half a year before, we shoot it, this Uterman, by Jisoji Akiyogi. The Jisoji episodes are some of my favorite because they're always so interesting in their composition and their filmwork. And I'm very fortunate that I got to meet his cameraman. Remind me what his name was? Nakabori. Nakabori-san? Right. Oh, okay. Very interesting. Yeah, that's the Gavadon episode. Try to remember which kaiju was Gavadon. Um, what does he look like? Walking kaiju. And once the child children wrote uh, some picture on a, on a, on a wall, concrete wall, and yeah. it looks like a, uh, the the kaiju. Uh, what do we call the clothes, clothes shell? Oh, oh, it looks like a uh, like a tadpole. Yeah, tadpole. Yeah. And then, after that, in the midnight, uh, some leader from uh, space yeah. became a 3D as a kaiju. Yeah. But that was looks ugly. <laughs> and always and just sleep in the day. And yeah. at night, they back to the uh, picture. Yeah. And then it doesn't look cool. So that's why uh, the old kids said, Yeah, yeah. The old kids said, Well, let's rewrite it. I said, Actually, okay, let's rewrite it to look like a stronger, you know. Yeah, like, like a, a kaiju. Yes, tough kaiju. kaiju. Yeah. yeah.
And then second, uh, the version of Gabadon, Chowap. Yeah. And then uh, poor Kaiju Gabadon, and then Kagatoksorai, and Ultraman, and hit it, and then shoot it, and then finally Ultraman brought it to the sky, to the sky. Yeah, yeah. And then we were cried at that. It was so, it's such a sad episode when I first saw it, because he really kicks the crap out of him. That was a masterpiece in which uh, Sasaki Mamoru, writer, mm. Sasaki-san wrote it, and then directed by Jisoji-san. Mm. Uh, they are excellent combination with you know the Jisoji-san and the Sasaki-san. They made a lot of stories. And they shoot it. That's very interesting. I um, definitely have to go back and watch that so I can see you. Mm. And uh, yeah, thank you. I'm gonna go get my Blu-ray so you can sign it. Uh, we'll figure that out later, though. Um, so, so when you were asked, okay, so me, did you decide to become an actor was were your parents actors as well or how did that happen I decided by myself. You were just like, I'm going to be an actor. Yeah. Um, you said. I told my parents when I was a second grade of uh, uh, yeah, kindergarten school. Uh, no, what do we call that? Shogaku. Elementary. Elementary. Second grade. Oh, like Shogaku. I, I know it now. Okay. Yeah. And you're a lot more sizzling now. A lot more sizzling. Get that sizzle going. Yeah. And then my parents said, you know, half serious, half joking. Oh, uh, funny, I think my parents had the same reaction when I said I wanted to be a comic book artist. <laughs> they were like, oh, sure, yeah, maybe, shut the hell up, shut the hell up, man. Um, no, that's, this is, yeah, you think he's retired, I'm a, I'm a producer now. Yeah, he's a producer, that's right, that's right. But what's I tell you, you know, the parents are all the same in the world. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, it's it's because they're they they um, you know they love us and they want us right. to succeed, right. but they also worry because they're like, uh, really, you're gonna be a musical theater actor? You're gonna you're gonna go into finance? <laughs> what's exactly what's the whole, there's a there's a uh, on the do you know the cartoon The Simpsons? Yeah, uh, uh, there's a um, there's a joke where a child character um, he said I don't believe in anything anymore I'm gonna go to law school and Homer goes no <laughs> it's a pretty good joke um, but yeah wow that is so fascinating I um 
And, and so eventually, did you just did you just decide oh, I'm done with acting? I'm going to move on, or did you try to get more roles as you got older, or did you just grow out of it? Yeah, I stopped my uh, actor role when I was still 30 years old. And it's just finished my uh, junior high school. And, uh, I asked Japanese uh, actor at that time. My, you know, he played as my father role. Oh, he's very famous. Wow. Uh, he's called uh, Yukio Toake, his father. Toake? Toake. And his father. So he told me, Sorry, <laughs> you should stop now and go to school. Interesting. And learn a lot of things to get the knowledge. Yes. And then when you grew up, still you want to be an actor, go ahead. Because now, if you keep doing it, you cannot, you may not be able to read the scenario. Oh. And then you cannot get the meaning of the scenario. That's the way, it's a nice way. Huh? Well, that's very interesting. To tell the, a child. So, so I said, okay, look it up. Okay. I, I quit. And I studied for a while. And then, and then I'm back to uh, actor's world. Hmm. And then I studied it. I, oh, sorry. And after finished my college, university, and I moved to uh, American American University. Uh, uh, then, oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and then I stayed there for uh, two years in a, a graduate course, mm. and I finish it, and I come back. And then at that time. I don't want to be an actor. <laughs> of course. I, I want to be something different. Oh, interesting. So, Very interesting. That's the that's direction that it went. Yeah, well, people change it. <laughs> well, yeah, you get older and you change yeah. and you, right. uh, you yeah, learn yeah, things. Right. That's pretty good advice, though, because I feel like a lot of younger actors, child mm. actors, especially in America, yeah. they don't get to have that kind of... I wouldn't say it's a normal life experience, <laughs> but it's a... Uh, it's a very, um, they don't get that perspective. They don't get that, like you said, understanding the scenario. That's right. It's not just, it's not just being an actor. It's understanding the role. And the more life experience you have, right. the better understanding you have. Yeah. So that's very interesting. I, uh, gosh, I, so I, and I was happy to meet this in actor. Yeah. Well, like I'm into You give me a best advice. Oh, that's the best advice I've ever heard. Mm. Um, well, so and so now your your job is you're a producer. Yeah, after finishing my advertising uh, career, mm-hmm. I, I worked for I worked for ADK. Uh, e- this is Japanese uh, third rank company mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> as a kind of director, and I finished my role, and, uh, and somehow I moved into uh, this content field, mm. and then I tried to make it the original content. Yeah. Original content. Yeah. Okay. It's nice, yeah. You you helped with um. There's a band, the band. What's the rock band that I see? That's the one. Yeah, they're um they're really fun. I really like them. 
I think the guitarist or the singer, I can't remember who, but he came to me at Tokyo Comic Con last year. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember which one it was, but he gave me their recent CD, and it was really good. It was really cool. And I saw that you were in the music video for the uh, Rutro 7 yes. music video. Yeah. That's the one Takahashi Hyori asked me to join it. Nice. And then I said, well, whatever I can do, I'm happy to do it. Because they helped me to making this Gotochi uh, Kaiju. Oh, really? When he makes films, I'm happy to support him. Good, good. That's very nice. That's very nice. I'm glad to hear that. And a grandfather of the person is a guy. Mm. I, I am a grand, grandson watching TV mm. and, and I keep eyes on the Ultra 7. <laughs> Well, that is so interesting. And so, you know, to bring it back to Gotochi Kaiju, your hope is that in the future, uh, because unfortunately, uh, and we're going to dedicate this podcast, this episode to our, our friend Sagai-san, because unfortunately Sagai-san uh, passed away uh, uh, not very long ago, just a few weeks ago, really. Yeah. Um, but he remained positive to the end, and his wish was that Gotochi Kaiju continued. That's right. Yeah. We want to make a uh, film, like a movie. Yes. And then, uh, in order to make a film, we published, we make a, we made a, some videos, you know, mm-hmm. so many other small things. But the final goal is to make a movie or a TV program. That's our wish. And his wish also. That would be awesome. So, we'll continue to do that. Well, we do have our full support. Uh, I oh, definitely want you. to support doing that because I, I, I'm part of the legacy now too. I yes, made my own Gotochi Kaiju. You are part of Gotochi Kaiju. Mm-hmm. And then you made it. You created the Gotochi Kaiju in Texas. Yes. So that's an official Kaiju. It's so funny. Is a Tejano Don, the giant. Uh, the, he's a uh, part Longhorn, part armadillo, part rattlesnake. It's the most Texas thing I could think of. Excellent. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I'm so glad. Uh, he's a, yeah. Well, no, no. That that makes me really happy. Well, um. Well, all right. Well, I think um I think that'll do it because we've been recording yeah just about half an hour, give or take. Um. Toshi, do you have background stuff? A lot of background stuff. That's all right. Uh, Toshi, do you have any questions? Did you want to ask Toshi Osan? No, I'm just I was just thinking back about the uh, the episode. Sorry, I was just no because um yeah, it, Matt, you haven't already said that I did the I did the subtitles. See, I didn't know if it was okay for you to talk about that, but yeah. So Toshi here, this is this is a gigantic ass first. Toshi did the subtitles for specifically for Ultraman, um, and uh, in on the American Blu-ray that you all hopefully should have by now. If you don't, I'm very disappointed in you. Um, but uh, also the upcoming Return of Ultraman. Yeah, it's so cool. It's so cool you got to do it. I remember a couple of times you were asking me like, "Hey, what's this mean?" And I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> I haven't seen this series. Uh, yeah, Return of Ultraman. A lot of the Showa Ultraman series are very difficult to get in America for a long time. 
Like, yeah. Only ones that were available were Ultraman and Ultra 7. Oh, um, no Ultra Q, no Kaitekta Ultraman, no Ace, no Taro. Only Hawaii Ultra 7 broadcast. It was also on television in on, on in the main United States, too. My grandmother would get up at 4 in the morning to record Ultra 7 for me, Ultra 7 on TNT, very popular channel. And uh, and it wasn't it wasn't a Hawaiian dub. It was a different yes. dub. And it was very it was really funny. Like it was almost a comedy. <laughs> it's like like Dan would have say so many strange things like um, what do you say? Oh oh when Windham when he summons Windham um, and Windham gets turned against him he goes. He goes. Jeepers! <laughs> and, 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 and it's a very old-fashioned, like that's like saying shit. Um, but it's but it's like a child, like a child program sort of thing. And um, Anne uh, is named Donna in America. Donna, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and for some reason, the dub isn't very nice to her. <laughs> like she's a member of the team in the Japanese version. You know, she's important. She's just as capable as everyone else. But in the dub, she's sort of treated like garbage. <laughs> like, they're kind of mean to her a little bit. They're like, they're like the, narr- the narrator will say, should should Donna go to help Dan, or will she just get in the way? And it's like, she's a professional! She's like, she's gonna get in the way over! It's ridiculous. But other than that, it's pretty funny. Um, broadcast 12, 12, 12. They did broadcast 12. Yeah. It's the only way to see it now because it's on it was on YouTube last I checked. It's um I think it has a weird title in English. It's like something pustules. It's like it's like a like a like a yeah. Like, something like that, yeah. And um and and the plot is mostly the same, but the spell sage and okay, for those who don't have no idea what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. So, yeah, a little bit. So, so uh, in Ultra Seven, which we'll be doing a review on soon. Um, yes, uh, Ultra in Ultra Seven. There's a band episode where it's a self-imposed band by Subaraya. Um, it's episode twelve, and um, it's it's uh, about these aliens called the Spell Sagin, and their planet. They're all victims of radiation fallout. And it, it mutated them and basically gave them cancer, essentially. So they have to. Isn't the plot they're trying to replace their blood with children's blood? Something like that. That is a horrible idea. I don't think that's how it works. But uh, but apparently um, there was some concern that it was a negative stigma for like Hiroshima survivors and all that. So that episode is now not available in Japan, and it's certainly not going to be available on the American Blu-ray. But TNT. Aired the episode, broadcasted, broadcasted it once, and somebody recorded it, and it's on YouTube. But it's a terrible transfer. It's like a really, it's it's like it's, it's, it's yeah. So so it's just very interesting bit of history. My friend in Boston, Boston, yeah, uh, he he called me. Uh, he he uh, his name is uh, Shadow X. Shadow X. Okay, he's a very 
Mania. Okay. He brought the uh, he record uh, broadcast uh, that story. Mm. Uh, about uh, about uh, twenty years ago. Mm. Uh, I I bought a uh, Japanese Ultra Q laser disc box set. Laser disc. Laser disc. Wow. Laser disc wow. box include uh, Namegon story. English translate Namegon story. Yeah. Uh, uh, VHS tape. Wow. So, trade VHS. Uh, my my Namegon and his Boston's Junior. Trade. Overseas trade. VHS trade. That's really good. I like that. That's a good story. I like that. Do you still have it? Yes. Is like a, is like a, is like a, it's like a, yeah, it's like a, like a zit or a, or a boil. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't, don't search for it. Um, so, but isn't it very similar situation with the uh, American Ban is a half human, but the Japanese title, it's a, oh, did it stop recording? No. Ah, was it gonna stuff on it? Yeah, I think it's on. Oh my god. Yep. Um, you may have noticed that the episode sort of abruptly cuts out there after uh, I don't know how long because I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. But so, as you may have recalled, we were eating okonomiyaki, which is a delightful dish uh, that uh, you know it's basically made on a big griddle. And it's a very traditional Japanese dish, and there's this giant griddle in the middle of the table. Now, we had turned the griddle off and placed the recording device, Toshi's recording device, on a plate and kind of pushed it off to the side. You know, it wasn't on the griddle, but it was kind of kind of next to it. And then um, when Taichiro-san, uh, Kubota-san rather, uh, showed up... And, uh, you know, he, he was going to order his okonomiyaki because he was running a little late. Uh, we turned it back on, you know, kind of pushed the plate off to the side. Didn't really think of it beyond that. At about the point where it cuts off, <laughs> the um, we noticed that the recorder was melting. Like, literally, the plastic and the battery pack were melting. It was still on, as far as we could tell. But... Yeah, um, and and the SIM card was also, uh, as far as we know, not damaged. But, um, yeah, so that recording device was toast. That little microphone was toast, like literally toast. So, uh, Toshi, I'm very sorry, but thank you uh, to the recording device uh, for putting, uh, sacrificing itself in the line of duty. A very, very uh, interesting story there. But yeah, so we had a nice evening. We sort of wrapped things up. And uh, had a, it, was, it was a very nice time. So thank you again to Sojiro-san and 
Kobolda-san for coming out and meeting us. Thanks to Toshi again for recording and helping out with some translations and essentially sacrificing a recording device. Don't worry, I paid for it. It's all good. At least I hope it is. All right, thanks again, everybody, for... um, you know, listening. I hope you had a good time with it and stay tuned for the next episode. Hopefully we won't destroy any more microphones.